What's up? What's up? What's up? We are back. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope episode to step to or listen to or whatever. But yeah, we're back. I'm Robert Brown, aka Uptown Bobby. And I'm Kevin, aka uh, Cake Lock. Yeah, and we hope y'all have been having a wonderful summer so far. Uh, man, it's been a while because life has been going on and life's been lifing. It's summertime, so... We took a little break. Uh, would you say this is like season two or two? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah I think season like... two because like season one was like what was that like that was mostly twenty twenty two. So right. Mm-hmm. So this is like season two. It's not an official season premiere, but uh, we back and we're going to be more consistent. Uh, but we still here. I saw somebody say that uh, most podcasts don't make it after episode seven. Oh, okay. And we are. Yeah, we're after episode seven, so we're still here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we're just going to talk about some random topics. Not random topics, but we're going to talk about some current um, events and things and whatnot that's been going on since we've been gone. Uh, one of the biggest things that happened was Kiki Palmer's uh, boyfriend kind of going off the deep end. Um. Pretty much, he let the world know that he didn't approve of what Kiki Palmer was wearing while she went to a Usher show. And honestly, it was a very tame dress in like comparison to any other, you know, mm-hmm. uh, risque dress. It was, it was tame to me because, like, first of all, all celebrities wear dresses. They were revealing outfits because they they have, you know, they have usually have like amazing bodies and. They they usually got the shit for free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're wearing, you know, top-notch, kind of revealing, out, you know, outfits. And it was tame, about the stuff you see all the time from celebrities. But apparently her partner didn't like it, so he took to Twitter to basically say that, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, you know, you got your butt cheeks out, and we live in a generation where, you know, people don't uphold the same values, and you know all this, and you're a mom. That's that's the that's the standout thing. You're a mom. Yeah, that was the first tweet. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, it just went to a whole week of like basically just the same talking points about men. You know, uh, you know, wanting to downplay women's sexuality and their independence and the usual shit that we always hear. But um, yeah, what did you take from the whole ordeal? Or did you even have an opinion? I mean, it, well, first I think people thought he was joking because they got this type of thing. I guess they they just have a couple online uh, where like they they kind of joke about each other, kind of like um Ryan Reynolds and his wife that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so first people thought, people thought he was joking, but then when he followed up with that others whole statement of like you know we live in a generation where people call you a hater because you don't want your wife's butt cheeks out, which ain't even married first of all, and then uh. He's, did he say something like descriptions of me and my family and uh, I rest my case and it's how he ended the uh, tweet, the second tweet. So, yeah, it's just, I think I think coming on the heels of like the whole NDRE thing, which we'll get into in a minute, I think I think coming on the heels of all that, I think it, it had people maybe extra sort of um, riled up about it, you know, and also the fact that again, like it's like he, like I said, he, he it's like he, he he and I think more than a few, maybe like men who are, are with high profile women, 
uh, or you know, even beyond that, it's not like they have these standards that they won't they want traditional standards, but they don't even follow the tradition themselves. Because if you were following tradition, you would never child a wedlock, you'd be married, you know, you'd be the one earning the most money, she'd be at home. Like you know, you know what I mean? Like how 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 far do you want this to play out? Because you know, likelihood that you'll earn as much money as she will is very, very low. You know, if ever. I don't I know nothing about this man. I didn't I know think this he, man existed until she popped up with a baby. <laughs> Me neither. But I think he was I, I just I listened to one podcast. She has a has a podcast called uh this is Kiki Palmer, maybe this is Kiki Palmer, because I listened to what she did with uh Raven Simone recently. Um but I think that I think he's an athlete, I believe, or something or a former athlete. Because he was talking he was talking about that in that in that podcast. I think the, the podcast I listened to they, it was shot, it was uh recorded before this happened. But he mentioned being an athlete and, and everything like that. So I think that's what that was he he used to be, maybe college or, or something like that. I'm not sure. So, but yeah, it's like you want to follow the traditional model, but you're not even you're not even living traditional. And and, and again, you go into like the whole thing of like, you know, women and women's sexuality, the idea like, you know, you or mom's supposed to be like a, supposed to be cold for, you know, cover up and don't have sexuality no more. You know, the whole reason you have a baby is because you had sex, you know. Um right. <laughs> And so, yeah, it just, it just, I, I, I my thoughts on it. Just, it, it just, you know, didn't make well, sense. Thing, and this was, this was, and also, I mean, it's a concert. I mean, Usher sings, does that fair about it? He did it to Taraji. I think he did it to um, whatever celebrity woman is in the audience at night. He, they're going to get serenaded, you know, because that's what Usher does. That's what we've been doing for the last how many years. So here's the thing about this whole situation, and I think it's. Not even, I mean, all this shit about patriarchy and all that shit, that's true too. But the, the real thing is they are not together or their relationship is on the rocks. And that man saw Usher singing to his girl with them being in probably a bad place and it pissed them off and set them off the end. That's what happened. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, Kiki Palmer is a pretty, for the most part, she's transparent. So eventually, whenever she gets comfortable, she's going to talk about you know, the relationship and all this shit eventually. I mean, she does have a podcast and to keep ratings, you know, just like Red Table Talk and all the other shit, you kind of have to be transparent, you know, especially if you end up having a story in the headlines. Mm -hmm. And she's going to follow the Jada Pinkett and Will and, you know, any other celebrity that's also involved with a platform. And she's going to tell us what happened. And I will bet you my whole check that they are that they were having problems before all this shit came out because we haven't heard a mumbling word from this fucking man since they've been together. Like I said, I never knew she was, I didn't even know the woman had somebody that she was seeing like that until she showed us the baby and him. So for him to come out and just talk like that, so fucking reckless and so strong, they either been on like the, like the the relationship the relationship has just been over and they've been co-parented or they've been like kind of strained. Also, Kiki Palmer dates this man, but this man didn't just develop those views. That nigga probably been like that, oh. and I'm sure that's probably what led to them maybe breaking up. And he probably also just was like an asshole to be around because most dudes who talk like that they really not pleasant company. So. I don't know. It's kind of like it's one of those situations where, yeah, you bash the man. It's easy to do that. But also, I mean, she probably liked the nigga because he did have some of those views. 
Yeah, but I wonder though, because I saw a woman, uh, I follow a woman on on Facebook, and she kind of like posts like things about male female dynamics. She was and she was saying that a lot of times men don't show that side of themselves until the woman is pregnant, aka barefoot and pregnant. Because in that sense, like Kiki Palmer's an exception because she's very wealthy and successful. But most women in that, in that, st- in that state, physically, be mentally, emotionally, at that point, if you just had a baby, you're very vulnerable, and that can allow for the for if, if a man is insecure or manipulative or whatever, that can allow for the power to, power to him to shift because now you feel like, okay, I got you now because you like, now we're, now we're forever bonded because that's, you know, our baby. Or he may look at it as that's my baby, you know, if he's that type of man. And so, and so like, it's so all like she may have seen signs of that before they got together. But it's, it's some tweets because you know how it worked when something like this happened, the, the, the tweets get plundered and they and they found things, stuff about, I think, stuff about Trump, I believe, some stuff about like, you know, how he said once, like, I'm insecure. I project things, and things come out. You know, they, 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 they you know, they, they. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so, box, so I think like beforehand, there may have been flashes of that, but once she became a mom, in his mind now it's like, okay, all that stuff he was doing, all that, all that cute sort of like quote unquote thought shit, we cut, we gonna cut that out now. You, 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 you cut it all together, or you cut it out in public. I don't even think that's the case. I mean, that's that's. I mean, I get it, but I just think that nigga mad because they not together. Or they probably going through a, a tough party in their relationship and she out having fun instead mm. of being like miserable like <laughs> him. That's what it is. Well, it seems like they were together. A lot of niggas do that. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like they were together because, like, I think if, like, because I mean, like I said, the episode I listened to, I listened to with Raven Simone, that, that just came out like days ago, maybe, maybe a week ago, and he was on there and like everything between them, like, he, I didn't sense. And sort I mean, of like tension I mean, or like we, we don't know that. Yes, I guess what I'm saying is if they were truly like like on the outs, I don't know if she would have had him on, you know, to talk. I mean, well, that's a. I mean, that's she's one of those, and let's be unreal. She's one of those. My man, my man, my man, my man. <laughs> so if they are on the outs, we wouldn't know until like he opened his mouth, you know what I'm saying? And, then, mm-hmm. I mean, and we still don't know. It's no guarantee that she really might leave that man. Because mm-hmm. she'd probably be like, you know, that's the father of my child. And you know, Let's be real. Kiki Palmer is not this progressive savant people think she is. She's a regular black girl. Mm-hmm. Like, she 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 act like she was grow, like reared by old black women, you know, and I'm pretty sure that she might just do what the fuck she want to do. And she doesn't really care about people's opinions. So... I don't know. Mm. If the girl decides to take the man back, hey, good for you. Because they've been rooting for Beyonce to leave her husband, and that shit gets stronger every year. So <laughs> they, y'all got to just eat y'all crow. Beyonce is never leaving that man. Uh, the, some people think she's going to wait until the kids are grown before she leaves. But I'm like, Ooh, that's a long wait. I don't even think that. that I, woman, I, mean, I, don't, that I, really don't, I really don't care. To be honest. I mean, as long as nothing going on that's like abusive or anything like that, you know, you know, yeah. other than that, I don't really care. Yeah. Exactly. That woman not leaving that man. And she mm. and I'm telling the, the shit he like, she like too. He like mm. money, getting money, getting the bag. He like all that shit too. That's why they still together. She had that fucking library taking them pictures, showing the books. I just saw like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people people probably I, I hope he read the uh, definition of capitalist. So so you know. I, he know what that is. I yeah, hope so. He, he, he told y'all he think it's a slur. I hope so. Anyway. Mm, I guess he don't know the <laughs> Anyway, we got to stop propping up these celebrities, especially the women, as if they hold the same politics that we hold or anybody else holds. They're their own. They're their own people. 
So if Kiki Palmer take that man back and they make up, well, shit, that's just the life she chose and the shit she want to do. And it doesn't mean she's like being, well, she, I mean, it still can mean she be manipulated, but I mean, shit, she grown and she just saw how he acted in public. So if she well, were yeah, to I, take him Yeah, back, I think, I think it's like, I think it just comes like a, it's a long history of like successful women, successful, successful black women propping men up that they ain't on the same level as them. Not even necessarily financial, but it's, or, it's, or just aren't as mature to handle not being like the guy or like the main breadwinner. Like, you know, the Stebbins are an exception. What's more likely is, is like the Ken Do's or the Bobby Browns or the, you know, them type of niggas, the ones that can't really deal with it. And so the woman will like shrink herself or make him the manager or change the name of her company like we did to, to search to make him uh prop him up or even going beyond black women, you know, you got Madonna wearing Mrs. Richard shirt when, when her and Guy was really was really into and and toning down like her outrageousness, for, you know, uh, after they first got married. You know, it's like a long tradition of that, unfortunately. I think it's what probably struck a nerve with so many people, you know, particularly women. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, but also she got to figure that shit out for herself. Because ain't nobody and, else living that relationship but her. And Hallie, she got to figure out too, because that nigga, mm, I read that, that song. Hallie's boyfriend, you he he's supposedly is a rapper, even though I ain't, well, you know, I'm we I'm I'm thinking the only years I can't you know necessarily say that he don't rap, but but from what I, I don't know. <laughs> but uh uh but he can't he, I see someone posted stats about some lyrics he wrote about how he jealous about how she act for co-stars and Little Mermaid and how it's not just acting, <laughs> even if he's just acting, she like she's like she's like, she, like she like that shit and how it will make him react unless like mm-mm. Oh yeah, well he needs to get set, some set, him, set him set him free child. Yeah, he need to get some counseling. Yeah. Because uh, that's got nothing to do with you, really. But uh, mm-hmm. the Kiki Palmer thing was interesting for like a day for me. And then after that, it was kind of like, all right, we get the point. But <laughs> I hope uh, I hope they figure it out. And I hope he never has to go to Twitter to do that type of shit. Because that's what, that's what fucked it up. Like, you can feel all that shit. You can feel that way. But don't go to Twitter and embarrass that. Don't embarrass her in public. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the real offense. Don't, 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 don't let us know you stupid. Or... <laughs> Or <laughs> that fucking uh press. Like, don't let us do that. Don't don't let us know that. Just be <laughs> pressed in, in private. But I know that conversation was fiery, boy. Mm. She came in the door like, what you not gonna do? You're not gonna fucking embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> got these people all in my fucking deals. I got I just had you on the fucking podcast. Yeah, that shit was spicy. Mm. But uh, you mentioned NDIRE. Now, I'm not really privy to what NDIRE said, but NDIRE also is like probably 55 years old. So what did NDIRE say? Okay, so Essence Festival happened uh, a couple weeks ago now, like last week, last week of June into July. And so at this uh, year's Essence on the lineup was uh, Janelle Monet and also Megan Thee Stallion. And at one point, Megan Thee Stallion, like she does, she's on stage twerking and she invited people from the audience on stage to twerk as well. And Janelle joined her on stage and she twerked. And also, I think, I think Janelle's, during Janelle's performance, I believe, I think she flashed uh, one titty, but you know, the nipple was cold, whatever. Um, and so NGRE gets online and says, you know, uh, basically, I'm paraphrasing, so I, I love Megan Say and I love Janelle Monet, but like, this was not the form for this type of performance. It perform, every, everything isn't for everybody. Everything isn't, isn't for, uh, everything isn't for children or should be done in the presence of children or everything, or um, our culture, this is, or this is basically, basically saying this is the wrong uh, venue for twerking, basically. But that was her, that was her basically her uh, argument. 
saying this, this was the wrong being for twerking. This was the wrong uh, message to send the world about our, us and our culture, basically. Mm. You know, so I, I, if I had to guess, you know, I read, she probably, I would say probably late 40s, early 50s, mid 40s to early 50s, probably. I think the woman's 50. But here, here's the thing about I mean, like take. I said, 70s, so like, you know. Yeah, here's the thing about that take. First of all, it's expected because the woman made a song called Fucking Video. Her whole, her whole gimmick was like anti. Uh, I'm not the other girls. Yeah, I'm not the other girl. I'm a real natural bitch. Um, I don't need all that shit they got. Fuck with me because I'm real. So Essence Fest for years has been known as Auntie Fest. Mm-hmm. We used to make jokes about it when we was younger about Essence Fest being for old people. And it, and the lineup was like that. The lineup used to be Shaka Khan. Every year I would look up be Shaka Khan, Irwin and Five. Shaka Khan, Irwin and Five. The, the lineup for Essence Fest has always been older because that's how Essence, the magazine, kind of was. You know, Essence never really celebrated, uh, like, that other side. Like, they really went, like, into hip-hop because most of the editors were, like, you know, black women, black women, typically, like, middle age. So as the years went on, like, now, you kind of can't hide from that because... Uh, that's just what a coach, that's just what a, the musical landscape is now. Well, the middle aged middle aged ladies now are, are the genetics ladies, and they grew right? Up, they grew up with and they not and they not gonna come pay all that money just to see uh Lettucey. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody nobody's gonna pack the Superdome to see fucking Lettucey and uh Heather Headley or who else and Jill Scott no more. So you kind of gotta make the act younger, and there's it's a disconnect between. Essence Fest and the audience, because first of all, Janelle Monae had no fucking business performing there. And I'm gonna say, I'm not saying that to this Janelle Monae, she doesn't fit that that um, that crowd. Because I had a friend that went, and she said when Janelle Monae was performing, the crowd was kind of dead. Hmm. And I mean, let's be real, Janelle Monae doesn't make music for like the masses. Um, it's not bad music. It's good music, but nobody, not everybody wants to listen to that. She's more Afro-punk than Essence. Exactly. Exactly. So her revealing her breast was probably like the most shocking part because it probably woke the people up because they probably falling asleep. My friend told me that Jagged Edge got a better reaction out that crowd than Janelle, and that's because that just fits their audience. Mm. You know, um, and that's that, but as far as like India's comments, it just goes back to that older generation's mindset, uh, and then she's used to Essence Fest being the classy festival. You know, the um, like I said earlier, Shaka Khan, Earth, Wind & Fire, those type of acts used to always be at Essence Fest. So now to see Meg, uh, the new Janelle Monet, because if she had the tuxedo on, it would have been cool. But you know, now that she's like the sexually evolved yeah, Janelle we'll Monet, in a minute. <laughs> it's a problem. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's just a clash of generations. You know, Essence um, Fest is trying to find a new identity. They're trying to please the old heads while also trying to get the younger people to come. And there's a disconnect between the two. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's like a they're trying to bridge the gap, but it's having some trouble. And you got older people like India who look at that new generation and them trying to bring younger acts in and embracing more hip-hop. She's kind of, she can't accept it. 
Right. I mean, I got I pulled up her, her quote that said the issue is it was, it's, the issue is context. I think she has some misspellings or whatever, uh, or some mis she some words got mixed up. Anyway, humanity does everything, but does everything belong in the stage on the stage? No. Is everything for kids? No. Everything for everybody? No. Uh, she said she said when we make we as a culture make something like this mainstream, it shows a lack of discretion and discernment. Um, she ended the comment by saying, I'd like to go on the record saying this is this won't age well, and that's my issue. I love Janelle and made the way I love us all, and I don't like this moment. And then I think she wanted to say something like, I uh don't um don't add me because I do this, I do this for 25 years, something like that, you know, whatever. And so with me, I, I guess just saying your friend was there, so I, I she had it firsthand that Janelle wouldn't get a, a big reaction. I, I get that um, you know, essence has been one thing for a while. But also, you know, what essence was 20 years ago, like I said before, the middle-aged ladies were our, our mothers, basically. That was the audience. You know, that those were the middle-aged ladies. But now the middle-aged ladies are Mary J. Blige. They're, you know, Lil' Kim. They're uh, women who grew up with a certain, yeah, they grew up with R&B. But even R&B at that time was a little more, you know, straightforward or like lascivious, whatever. I mean, she they had Jan Jackson, they had they had Jackson headline, the same Jan that did every night on the rope tour, brought a man on the stage and, and did did rope burn, you know, climb on top of a man for, for the all for you tour. Like, you know, this, this is not like Meg and 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 uh Janelle, they they are they're younger, but like Janex had plenty of, of sex <laughs> to go around in terms of like those type of, those type of performers. So this is not a new thing. And also not twerking in New Orleans. You know, not twerking in New Orleans. I mean, like, you know, that's the thing. And when she said, like, I do this, okay, if you've been doing it for 25 years and then you know that there's no there's no level of like clothing that you can that you can put on, no level of like, you know, quote unquote classness that you can that you can commit to that's gonna save you from being like, you know, sexualized or talked about. Because I always think about that clip of Whitney when she started way back in like mid-age, she was on some some European talk show or whatever. And she, no, you know, Whitney, Whitney didn't show nothing. Maybe she showed a little bit of stomach. Sometimes that's about it. Otherwise, we are clothed. And so they had some man that's saying, like, he, he looked at witness and said, I want you to fuck her. And then the host tried to like save him a bit and try to clean it up. He said, No, I want you to fuck her. So if it can happen to Whitney, it can happen to you. And so going this thing about, you know, discernment and how does how does the coach look? I mean, you know, how does it make it look? Like people having fun on stage? Like it's just, you know, it's, I just I mean, but well, she's always been the boring bitch. I mean, hey, you ain't got, 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 got to be born. It's like if you want to like, <laughs> like Crystal said on the read. If you want to dress like Mojo Jojo and sing about agape and all that, then do you? Because there's a bunch of women that, that will that will all, that will be there for that. <laughs> but a lot of a lot of same women will also want to throw it in the circle. Yeah, that's how, that's, how that's the thing that bothers me about it. It's like it's like it's still this thing of like we do this over here because we classic, quote unquote, and they do this over there because they're not classy. Or this is the wrong format to, to to be quote unquote not classy. It's like if Essence is about celebrating Black womanhood and all types of Black women, then those, then those women are not just Janelle Monet or Megan Sagan or NDRE or Jill Scott. They're usually both. Like Jill Scott will sing about some righteous shit and they give hair to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those, yeah, there's a juxtaposition with those artists, but those artists are looked at different because they, they're just seen as a higher caliber. And then when they do have their essence performances, they're not the same. You know, they toned down. Like Janet they, wasn't doing none of that shit at essence. You I know. mean, she she wasn't, but at the same time, it's just like 
what I guess look look at like what 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 and this is for adults by adults. Cause they had, cause they had it's like Prince was a headliner at Essence Wins. We know by that point Prince is over by that point. This wasn't this wasn't 84, 87. Well, yeah, but I mean, but it's still the same context. You know, they have a history of having sexually charged or explicit music or acts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that when they come to Essence, it's like, okay, you ain't from a company. So act right, you know. And that's that's that that's that that's that that's that bullshit. I I think well, just I mean every festival. I, I, okay, I'll say this because I have performed at festivals where it's like even like Pride Festival here in town. That's like all ages. You know, I wouldn't necessarily do. I don't think I'm a, a particularly racy performer, but I wouldn't necessarily say say or do certain things on stage at some like Pride that I would do at like a club performance with all adults because right. it's all ages. But this, this is this is not only all. This is like you no. Know, far as I know, children ain't going to Essence Fest. No, teenagers ain't going to Essence Fest. This is for uh, grown folks. So if you, if this is grown folks, then why the need to like tone it down? If that's that's my question. If you if you book Megan the Stallion, you gonna get Megan the Stallion. Well, that's what they wanted. Yeah, they wanted that. But so if you if you if you you book, I mean, but that's the thing though. You book Megan Stallion, you'll get Megan Stallion. And those ladies who want, those ladies, the same ladies who, who, will, who will throw it down to Savage or Captain Hook, they'll also vibe out with, with a little bit of Sage to NDRE. So it's like, it's the same thing. It's just, and also Janelle, you know, uh, people act like she, her whole uh, Asian pleasure thing is, is brand new. It's like, okay, that, that tells me y'all checked out around 2013 then because the suit's been gone for a minute. Oh yeah, people don't listen to that woman music. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been Ariola. It's, it's been it's been sharing lollipops. It's been crawling through the legs. It's been, been songs about vaginas. Like y'all, y'all catch up, catch up. Yeah, they, they don't listen to her music, man. That's <laughs> I will get to that later, but uh, <laughs> the, it's just a conflict of generations and interests. And it, they, why they give an NDRE attention? Like who the fuck cares what she thinks? The woman's been <laughs> irrelevant for a long fucking time. That's my problem sometimes with us. We let these people get these hot takes and these quotes, and then we run them into the ground and we run with them. Wasn't nobody talking about that woman before she said that dumb shit. So who cares? <laughs> and then if NDI, if you had an NDRE spam by it, I would expect her to say that shit. Because it's NDRE, she just has a brand established on uh, uh, I'm just low-key better than y'all because this is me. <laughs> And it's been like that from day one. So I'm like, I'm not surprised she felt like that. I would, I give her a, a hand for being consistent. You know, at least she, she never switched up. That's <laughs> which bold. Is probably, which is I probably, guess. you know, uh, uh, probably bad for her, uh, for her, her, her career. But I mean, I'm sure she still can get show money. She can book a show and still get, you know, um, you know, the girls to come out who like that shit. And I'm sure there's a lot of them that do. Probably mostly her age. Uh, but yeah, man, Indiari just got old lady opinions because she always been one. And hey, if that's how she feels, fine. But Essence right. is gonna keep booking acts like this. I wouldn't be shocked next year. What they never can get Beyonce. I think they might have had Beyonce early on for this yeah, yeah, yeah. But they 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 never getting her again. I don't know what they got to do. Uh, I mean, well. I think they, could they get that again? Maybe they could get it again if she was between like album cycles and she wanted to like reestablish like that connection, you know. Not right now because you're on tour, but I I, I, I mean, wouldn't say right it, now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say I'm it's sure impossible. They tried. 
she probably was like, mm, "That's not really my crowd," <laughs> or I don't, I don't know what the. Well, I don't know because I, 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 that's what I think. Though, in a sense, that kind of is a crowd. I'll give it five more years. I'd be a crowd because I mean, all these babies we keep, we keep up on forty, you know, and that kind of would be her crowd for the most part, you know, and I'd give it like I said about four or five more years. Because it will sell out. I mean, it would just be a Beyonce concert featuring uh, Essence Fist. <laughs> oh, they they would come up with some clever name, Beyonce Fist or some shit. <laughs> but um, the B Fist, the B Fist, yeah. But I don't I don't know why she's never done Essence Fist since she's been like, uh, you know, the household brand superstar. I think she did it probably like early, like like when she first went solo, mm. and she probably wasn't even like the headliner. Well, not but that time, oh three, no, she probably would have been. So I don't know, but uh, they usually do have. But I, what the funny thing about this SS Fest, and this shows you that disconnect too. Uh, Juvenile basically had to open his mouth up and complain about not being booked for their hip hop. Uh, because you know they they honored the they had a hip hop segment where they honored the uh, hip hop for turning fifty. Juvenile was not booked mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So that shows you just how out of touch SS Fest is. And for that man had to get on Twitter and basically cry. And then, you know, people reached out to him. He reached out to them and they put him on the show. Luckily, it worked out because that was right after his tiny death, mm-hmm. which, you know, drew a huge more attention. You know, so it's just like there's a disconnect between SS Fest and his audience and the acts they boot because they're, they're, they're going through a identity shift. You know, they're trying to switch from the Auntie Fest to like something that's more fluid and more accepting and, you know, diverse. Because uh, my friend also told me she just felt kind of like they didn't know that crowd with the way they was booking people. Mm. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I wanted to get to a point where it's something for everybody. You know, maybe one day you could have like somebody like a young baby tape perform, and then you could have like a legacy act like um I don't know Earth Wind and Fire, but also have room for Meg, mm. and then have room for like you know uh, Masigo or you know somebody I like everybody gets to eat. Because it's, it's turning into like a black Super Bowl, basically. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, no way. Like, I think what what bothered me about her uh, Indians thing is just, is it that is that establishing that sort of divide, or sort of like you know, this don't work here, but but this this works here. It's just like I think both can work here if because because they're like you know, it's, it's people that go to the festival, they aren't just necessarily just one way. I mean, it, you know, of course, being a festival, you know, you want a certain, I guess. Energy like you want it'd be either Trump energy or like you know that's 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 less of a like uh, a sexuality thing more of a style thing. But she touched was more on the on the you know presentation basically. Um, and then like I said, then you put in what Jill Scott said, like which isn't wasn't necessarily as on the nose as what um, India said, but but I can see how people could use that because basically she she during her performance she went on some things some of some uh, y'all been seeing the propaganda. But all oh, bitches ain't shit. All oh, niggas ain't shit. Do you see it? Do you see it? Everybody's a fly bitch. You're a pretty bitch. You're a boss bitch. And he said, "I want to see my sisters." And the crowd kind of got into what she was saying. Um, you know, and and in a way, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think it's, it's as bad as what India said because basically, I think what she was getting at was that uh, certain types of female rappers are being pushed over other ones and. It's not so much that necessarily is a bad thing in of itself, but it's 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 being it's the main thing being marketed. Everybody's being maybe marketed in a certain way that is doesn't necessarily fit them. 
Uh, I'm thinking of like Glow Girl's performance at the, at the BET Awards where like she did this whole, she went kind of the sexy route where she's been more known for like this kind of like, you know, around the way kind of girl sort of style. But I, I think Jill, you can kind of take Jill's remarks and take them that way, but you could also take them in the same vein as NDR Reason try to be on that, that respectability mess. I'm just, you know. I mean, I get, they I, cut you know. from the same cloth. Jill Scott been saying shit like that from day one. Like, none of the things these people saying go against the shit they've been saying since they've been It, it don't, but I'm like, us. it don't, but I'm like, like girl, you give me two mics. And you I mean, have been for just, years. And, because and, she's extremely horny. I, for some reason, that woman is always horny. But she, I, but the thing, if you if you know you horny like that, then what, what, what what's the disconnect? Because, so you can sing about Crown Royal ass and, and your diesel engine don't squirt in my aura, but they can't say, hit the, hit the with the uppercut? Like what's what's the what's the difference? See, I mean, I mean, yours is a little, more, the, a little bit more poetic. I give you that. Here's the argument. Here's the argument she would make. That's not every record. That's not my whole brand. Okay. That's just a side of me, you know. And that's what she would say. And then I mean, the thing she said about the bitches, niggas, and hoes. All old people like that say that. And to <laughs> an extent, they kind of not wrong because a lot of rap low-key is anti-black sometimes. Hey, hey, like, yeah. that shit don't always be fun to listen to, because I don't be want, I mean, the older I get, the more I really don't want to hear that shit sometimes. I mean, and I love rap, but I always mm. want to hear that shit. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely some of that. Like, I, it's certain lyrics I hear, especially even, like, uh, what's that song, Explosive by Dr. Dre? And it was like, yeah, one rapper was like, you know, don't tease your strip tease, bitch. I was like, dang. Like, I mean, I, it's done on me that I don't say don't say they want to dig with me, but do you like women? Like at all? Like the company? <laughs> you know? So I, I get I get it in that sense, but I what I don't like is that it being it's one thing to say this particular song or these particular artists, this type of rap or whatever is not great because it encourages like stereotypes about black folks or it like or it um it doesn't show sexuality in a a as part of like a complex multifaceted human being, or like it doesn't show sexuality in like a, in a way that like uh, makes it safe or, or inviting for everybody. Those are nuanced critiques. You saying twerking on stage and twerking on stage is like is like not great for not great representation is not. It, it just paints it just paints all women that do that as a certain type of woman. And it glosses over what what Janelle Monet is doing specifically because what is she do what she is doing is not just I'm gonna get my tears out, which even she did, okay. But like because I mean LL has tears out for decades and it wasn't that other than just you know I'm I'm that dude. But but like her having her tears out and, and the whole age of pleasure thing, it's about embracing sensuality and break, creating a safe space for specifically Black women, trans folks, non-binary folks, queer folks to explore. To feel safe, to have fun, the nudity that is shown, yes, there's nudity, but it's not like tip drill nudity. It's like you see the women, you see the women's whole body, you see their faces, you see them enjoying themselves and each other. It's a softness about it that, and 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 they're not like super, super made up and like a baddie sort of, sort of form. That like it's very naturalistic. It's very like you know, it, I I feel like critiques the critiques that that. Someone like India offers, or to a discreet, to a, to an extent that Jill offers, at least on stage. Maybe in the interview, she'd be she'd be more nuanced because on stage you got to kind of be quick. She but, probably won't. Yeah, but like, but but I feel like the critiques they offer flatten that. They just take it all as like, oh, they only they only singing about sex. They only they only rap, they only rapping about sex. They only showing sex. It's like, you know, you're missing some things. All in name, all in name of it, it's like you know, 
I, I, I just keep thinking about it. Like you just like uh don't don't we we have seen that the respectability is is an illusion. Don't fall for that fifth flooring bullshit. The fifth flooring fifth I mean, it, it it is, but at the same time, I think we have to put these people in the context. Like these people are saying nothing new from what they've they been are. saying. Yeah. Like, they just broken records. So it's like it's just busy, really just ignore them. And uh <laughs> and then they old, like <laughs> But they well, they're old in like the actual yeah. sense, like, but they just have different mindsets because they they come from an age. They, this whole argument has been going on since we were children, from the native tongue movement versus you know the gangster rap G funk movement. It's always been like that. There's a reason why Common and Ice Cube had a beef because Common May, I used to love her, and he was pretty much saying that like gangster rap has ruined hip hop, mm. and then you know Ice Cube and all those felt some type of way. This shit has been going on for decades and it won't stop because the two sides are too stubborn to like sit down and try to work out a balance. You know, I do think there's some credence to that shit. I don't want, I don't like Cardi B's music outright because a lot of it feels like it's fronting. Cause I'm like, I don't know, she just sounds horny all the I mean, Here's the thing you can talk about sex all the time, you can be the sex rapper. But sometimes that shit, I don't even want to hear that shit all the time. Because it's like, just the same for men. Like, Pusha T rap about dope all the time. I don't want to hear a nigga rap about dope every time. But when I'm in the mood to hear somebody rap about dope, I listen to it. Same with Cardi B. If I'm in the mood to listen to uh, high-class coochie rap, I'll listen to high-class coochie rap. Because that's what Cardi B made. She can't make anything outside of that. That's why she doesn't drop albums. Well, to, be, to, 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 to one point, though, um, she she did be careful on the first album or the only album right, right now. Uh, she she did be careful on the album, and then people was like, "Oh, I don't like this. She ain't she. It's all slow. It's all she, mental, but she ain't talking about nothing." No, no, there's know. a reason why she did one album because one, she's not a rapper. The shit is a side hustle. It's just it was just shit she do for fun. Mm. And then two, she liked just rapping about coochie rap. That's all mm. she could do. That's that's the best. That's the that's what she can do. That's what she does well. And that's all she gonna do. And it's fine. But I mean, I get what Jill was trying to say, but I don't agree with it. But these people old as hell. You know, they, they dinosaurs and they're gonna feel how they feel <laughs> and they're gonna keep that shit going. And it's just gonna we all had the same discussion because some, somebody else gonna say something stupid and then niggas gonna get mad. They would then, I guess to me, like the solution to me, or like the best bet for me is like. For the girls that are the high class coochie rap or or whatever or or that's more on the sexual side, explicit side, leave space for them to do something that's that's more that's different. That's more you know, because it's can say quote unquote modest or whatever, or, or to or to rap about sing about something different, you know. And for the girls, it's more modest and don't necessarily lead with sex. Leave space for them to be more to be to 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 explore that if they want to. That's the right. thing. It's like don't make it either or because women aren't either or, or people aren't either or. But in this case, simply women aren't. And either then the or. thing so, about it too, uh, Rhapsody makes money. Rhapsody fine. Rhapsody had a Sprite commercial. Like yeah. a lot of the women who don't rap, coochie rap, who rap just all gets old traditional, you know, rapidy rap. They not they not on food stamps. You know, um, Tierra Wack. She's okay. She's doing great. <laughs> you know, uh, Rico Nasty is a rock star. She's fine. You know, it's other ways. It's, it's, it's room enough for everybody to be okay. You know, it's just that, of course, you're going to see Cardi and me and them up front because look at their bodies. Like, they, they, 
they just look good and people mm. want to see them. So that just happens, you know. It's, it's why you just mentioned LL. It's the reason why LL sold more records than a lot of his counterparts because he was attractive. Mm. You know, sex does sell, and it, for both genders, uh, Drake is fairly attractive. I mean, Jay Z. Now you can, <laughs> he's just a rapper, but <laughs> you know, there's a reason why Fifty Six always he had his shirt off for like the first half of his career. He's out of the end. Yeah, so it just it just happens. It just does that. But speaking of, speaking of sex sales, I guess we could go on to Janelle Monet. Um, I like Janelle Monet. I think they're a great artist. Uh, have I listened to all their music? Hell no. Uh, is there a reason why? Because I don't really find it interesting. I I think the story, like the whole, friend. People tell me there's a storyline to all her music, and not even listening to it, I can see it just from. Because I've been following her, right? So there's an mm. evolution. So this whole story about a, 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 I guess a robot, a sentient, mm. right? And now they're at this point where they're fully human, fully realized, and they're just discovering their sexuality. That's a cool story. Uh, but I don't. I would rather read that in a comic book than try to follow albums worth of that shit. That's mm. just my take. Mm. Um, I think Age of was Age of Pleasure. Yeah. I haven't listened to her yet, but here's the thing. Her campaign worked so well, I almost listened to it, because I was never going to listen to Dirty Computer, because I'm like, no. But <laughs> I almost listened to this album because of the push, because I was curious what she had to say following up with everything we saw. So sex does sell. It works. It's a proven mm. strategy. However, the problem with Janelle Monet is nobody really listens to that shit for real. Like, yeah, a lot of people listen to that shit on Twitter and whatever in a bubble, but like the majority of people, nobody ever say, hey man, turn on that Janelle Monet. No, you don't hear she's, that shit. She's sort of in the same boat in a way as Lizzo, in a sense. Well, no, because um, Lizzo but, was like a pop star. Well, yeah, I mean, in terms of people listening to her music, it's like, because Lizzo's been putting out albums since like 2013. You know, not but, first, but first, like, got, in, like independent Billboard like, yeah. hits, though. Yeah, I guess what I mean is that like she she like kind of crossed over back into over into black music or or radio stations or in, into like the quote unquote into the culture um after sort of being like in the in the indie world for a while. She kind of came in through that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're talking about like the long yeah, yeah, but Lizzo's a pop star though. Like yeah. people who don't even listen to Lizzo music know who she is. Mm. Like Janelle Monet hasn't had a, a certified, like bona fide hit, probably since like electric lady. And that's not her fault. She just don't. Mm. She does. I think she could make music like that. I think if Janelle Monae wanted to be like, I want to sell records. I feel like she could make music that would sell or that would appeal to people on a wider scale. Mm. But she doesn't do that purposefully, I believe, because she's mm. more interested in the story. I just think that she won't be somebody people appreciate until she's done. Mm. You know, she's gonna be like a kind of like a Phyllis Hyman or. Someone like that, that people was like, man, you know, or PM Don or somebody like that who was like kind of ahead of their time, but misunderstood and people just didn't get it. Like I kind of put her in the same box as No Name. Like No Name, she can, she has an audience. People say they listen to that shit on Twitter. But if you go outside, be like, hey, what's your favorite No Name song? People are like, man, who the, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what? I mean, people would be like, like, I mean, like Tyler in a way. The no, Tyler's a pop. Tyler's a star. He is a star. I guess I guess look at like 
I was thinking of that whole thing with DJ Khaled, where he, where he where, uh, Tyler's album be his number one. He won a little ramp by high when uh, I asked him he's gonna get played at the barber shop with the hookout or whatever, and nah, you know, and, and Tyler was like, Tyler. yeah, and they do, true. they they do, but like he's he is he's like that artsy. He's niche. He he wasn't he wasn't supposed to be here. That's yeah. the thing with Tyler. Okay. Tyler was supposed to be just a skateboarding nigga who made mm-hmm. music for like white people, mm-hmm. but Tyler is very talented, and Tyler knows what he he likes music. He knows what's gonna do. Like Tyler can make hits. I mean, mm-hmm. he showed us he could. So what DJ Khaled said was anti-black. It's time <laughs> for niggas to stop fucking with him, uh, and let and let him be humble. Like niggas, relax. Just because you you hog all the black talent with your oil money, and then you make this fucking big collaborative album, don't mean you're gonna always be number one. Laser but, uh, right, but Tyler, uh, I think Tyler's a bona fide star. I think Janelle. I think they you could compare them. Because Tyler had to switch it up to get taken seriously. Cause like when he when he made um Flower Boy, that was like a turn. It was like, wait, what? This nigga chilling and he ain't yelling and he ain't as mad. He talking about love and you know, then when he put the wig on and did Igor, but he did Earthquake, that that changed everything. Mm-hmm. But I think Janelle could do that, but I don't think she cares about doing that. She just wants to do what she wants to do. And mm-hmm. that's fine, but that also doesn't mean people are just gonna take your music more seriously just because you're showing titties. They're just gonna be like, damn, what's wrong with that bitch? <laughs> Luke Campbell said it out, out of all people. Like, <laughs> I mean, he he said what a lot of people were thinking. <laughs> I mean, but you, I mean, uh, n- n- but who's your mama, Luke, Luke Campbell? But no, you know, no, it's more so the imagery of, of let's let's be real. The last time, Drew Brown, Luke Campbell. <laughs> the last time people paid attention to Janelle Monae, you know. She was wearing suits. Mm. So to see her going from Monopoly Man suits to titties out is a little jarring if you haven't been paying attention to her since. Right. Now, if you pay attention to, like, Dirty Computer and some of the shit before that, it makes sense because Dirty Computer, it was kind of the same shit. She just had a little more clothes on, but she was definitely more, I think, you know, her and the Tessa Thompson shit. Mm. You know, it it was like, okay, I'm here. You know, I'm queer. You know, this is my new... Well, not new, but this is... My direction going because even right. back is like Queen in the lyrics, she she was pushing at that. I mean, the name of the song is Queen, but I mean, even beyond that, just the lyrics, she was pushing against like she was dropping hints, basically, right? And, um, and season fans, like, you know, that mm-hmm. I think with her music, I think because, um, I think I think out of, out of the four major albums, this one, the current one, is the most probably accessible in terms of the sound and just the concept because it's not like it's not a huge concept, it's more just like. We hear, we live in, we into it, get into it. Right. You know, that's that's the concept. Whereas before the previous three albums has been much more studied. Both I think both studied both in terms of the concept and also like the music. Like it was very like like a, a almost like a almost like a Beyonce approach, but like you could you could kind of see the labor a bit more, if that makes sense. Uh but this is, it feels very like yeah. <laughs> uh and also like you said, you know. The sexual part is gonna is gonna attract people, uh, even though even though I think with her what she's doing with it is much more uh, nuanced, interesting than like you know some some other folks. But yeah. So is the I mean, do you like the music on the new? Oh, album? Yeah, I, I, I would think I think out of all out of the, all the albums, I think I listen to this one the most. You know, it's very much like it's it's it can it can serve either as like the main thing you're doing, or it can serve as like you know we having a hookout, put it on. Either or, so 
Okay. I I think um it's I like think it's, on, it's only 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it though. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it a shot. I like the visuals. I like the shit so far. I mean, mm-hmm. I like it for obvious reasons because it is, mm-hmm. you know, it's, <laughs> like there's one I didn't get though with her and the older woman and the older woman putting a cigar in her mouth. I was like, why did it really <laughs> Oh wait, well, yes, I think she it's just like you know, the whole video was about you know women showing their natural bodies or just showing their bodies like you know and, and sort of like centering themselves so showing an older woman being sexual or like you know being like you know because it's the old, old stereotype of like women get older they're supposed to cover up and not be seen in that way right. and so for the, for the, the older still to kind of like you know okay be there and be like you know if we've been here motherfuckers that whole thing okay well yeah that makes sense so um I, 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 I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna give it a shot because I like her. I like them as an artist. I like the visuals. I, th- I think they any artist that puts that much time and effort into their craft, I think they deserve uh, credit. But it's just never gonna be the way her her fans want it to be, you know. Which is true with any fandom. Mm-hmm. Like you know, fans be like, "Oh, they deserve so much more." And it's like, but they're fine. <laughs> like they're they're fine. <laughs> they're not living in you know. They're not living um. In the hood, they're not struggling. They're not selling CDs out the back of their car. They're doing well, you know. They're booked. You know, and also, it, it is a slow build too. Like you think, because the first album, first major league, at least came out in twenty ten. So to build from that to now to where she, you know, maybe her music isn't necessarily all over the radio in terms of like chart presence, but like doesn't even matter in this day and age as far as like because like because like the hits are usually like the hits that you that you that. People are talking about the people are discussing the people are like oh you seen that video or did you or you heard this one or like you know that kind of that kind of terms what like a, a hit is like Renaissance Renaissance I think just went platinum I think or like one point five million mm-hmm. copies and so but yet was they were talking about you know yeah yeah it's like more now is your shit because look at um sexy red her shit everywhere now is that gonna equal sales probably not but mm-hmm. exposure. It's better than sales now, cause everybody who every time I go somewhere, um, uh, pound town, my pussy pink, my booty hole brown, like she is everywhere. You know, it's just it's just a different landscape, and I'm pretty sure at one point the same struggle actors are having with um with uh no writers are having with the writers guild and actors are having. With SGA, it's going to turn with SAG, uh, what SAG is having with Hollywood, it's going to turn into that with the industry because people are going to be like, yo, the streaming shit does not pay me. You mm. know, I got a hit on social media, but I, I can't get no fucking, I'm not getting the pay I'm supposed to be getting. This, this, this is going to be a, a, a and, moment. And AI. Oh, yeah, yeah, that shit too. I don't, I hate that. I That's think the, it's uh. weird. Tim, especially that Mr. Timlin and that big collaboration, quote unquote, I'm using quotation marks for those who listening. It's just like, you, nigga, you did not collaborate with Biggie. You collaborated with, with a guy who you voice you put through a machine that sounds like Biggie, but Biggie did. Like, don't pass it up as a collaboration because it's not. It's just like uh, the Whitney Hologram and Tupac. It's like, if you want to go see them, fine, but you ain't seeing nothing. You're seeing a, a, a simulation. <laughs> right. That's weird. It's weird as shit. I can't believe you promoted this shit like that. And was proud too. It was like, yeah, like you, I, like I couldn't you, even listen like you to did it. something. Yeah, I couldn't even listen to it. I couldn't. I just hope we reach a point to where people feel like they don't have to uh, do shit like that. 
I don't think niggas, I don't think he, I don't think he has to, you know, if anybody don't have to, I think it's him. Like, I mean, you would miss it. You would somebody genuine, somebody bring tweet back. <laughs> you know? Right. Don't do that. Exactly. So anything else going on in the world of Kate Clark that you would like to share? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you mentioned the strike and then everything else. Um, that was that was the big thing to talk about was that what was it's been recent, really. I can't think of anything. Yeah, I feel so bad for them. I'm so glad that's something that I kind of left behind the older I got because I wanted to write screenplays of women, and you did too. Um, mm. You yeah. know, we both had a a vision of one day writing up this. You know, I don't I don't want to say a hit, no, not some get rich quick scheme, but like you know, just a passion for mm. for TV, you know, for for movies, and wanted to like probably share a story from our world that we want to see be portrayed or something, but it's such an ugly, ugly business. And you would think with all these platforms, Hulu, Netflix, uh, you know, everything, even Tubi, that mm. there'll be enough room for everybody to get money, but apparently not. <laughs> I think that's the, the same thing that's affecting a lot of industries is affecting them. It's just like, they, they want to have like a team, a, a writer's room they want like two or three writers that do the work of like six or seven writers, or they want like mm-hmm. a showrunner to do the work of, do the work of like ten people instead of having a showrunner showrunner uh, head up a staff of ten people. And it's like I, I heard I read something online that was just um, I couldn't believe it. They said they wanted to, they want to actually sign like a one day contract. They get paid for one day of work, but then the studio gets to keep their likeness with AI in perpetuity. What? <laughs> you got me all the way fucked up with that. You even I know, like you even have to be in the business. No, that's a terrible deal. Right, and, and and honestly though, I really don't feel as bad for the actors because I saw Fran Dresser. She gave a passionate speech, but it's like, man, I don't give a fuck about y'all rich niggas. Like, well, wait, hold up, I mean, but hold up though, because like you think about it, just like most musicians are not Beyonce, pointing at myself. Well, yeah. Most actors are not Tom Cruise. I feel you know, the, the average actor is living paycheck to paycheck, job to job. Right. So it's a trickle down effect for sure. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right about that, and I hope mm. uh, I hope they can reach a resolution because it's like, but but I really feel like they're not gonna buckle uh, the big wigs because I I saw something that said and who knows if this is even true, but they were gonna like wait the wait on the writers to really start losing money, and then come back to the table because it's like mm. you know mm. watch them lose their house or apartments because like you said most of some of them are living check to check. Mm, they would fucking savages. I'm talking about the execs. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, but um, I, I think that's the point where we see how far the solidarity was stretched. Because, like I said, the Fran Dreschers and the Brad Pitts and the, and the Tom Cruises and the Matt Damons and the Denzels of all the the ones that have some money and some clout, it's really on them to keep up to, to, to amplify those voices and the and to maybe in some cases, you know, kick some money down to the folks who really are living job to job. That's that's really what I think it's a test. It's a test in that way to see, okay, if we all in this together, then when the least of us start really like feeling the heat of this, all at once the, at the top, really going to be there for us. That's really mm-hmm. what it's up to. Mm-hmm. Writers, you got right. I'm sure you got writers that that you know the guy who wrote E.T. or Jurassic Park probably <laughs> has more money than the guy who wrote like one episode of you know. Insecure or something. I don't know. You know, so you know, but just this is an example. But like, you know, it's it's up for the ones that are at, that are at the top to do that. And bringing back to the music business, you, I mean, it comes to streaming. I mean, you've seen that a bit 
but not a lot, <laughs> you know, in terms of like, you know, the Drake's or the Taylor Swift's or the Beyonce's or whoever, you know, or you, you know, you haven't really seen that trickle down. It's like, you know, artists should get paid more. Oh, yeah. Streaming. You ever, really hadn't seen that. I was just reading a piece how I said that uh, tour, like, big acts like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, even Drake are, like, ruining tours because it's going to be a trickle-down effect of people, like, not wanting to... But that industry is so weird because as broke as we are as a collective, people are going to these shows. Like, <laughs> I had, like, the Taylor Swift show, so even with all that controversy, we all played the Hunger Games for Beyonce tickets. <laughs> Yeah, she that show's going on. Drake is his show has sold extremely well. It's like that top notch tourism is hard to tear down. I don't know when it will break down, but it's probably down people, people start throwing shit on stage. What'd you say? Probably down, probably down. People keep throwing shit on stage. Yeah, and then also, uh, it's like the ticket prices keep going up because these shows keep getting so expensive. It's mm. like they keep having to raise the ante or, or choosing to raise I saw Drake's show and I'm like this nigga is on stage rapping and look at all the shit he got like mm. it's like damn do you need that much shit to really rap <laughs> you know yeah, but, uh, but, but, yeah, I was, yeah that's you as far as the, the level of production I'm talking about like you know I mean I could take it may break down if this if the, if, the, if the fan behavior doesn't change because you got you know what was it people Rex got hit with a cell phone um, oh yeah somebody threw their mama ashes on stage at a pink concert you know, what? yeah, should they mama ashes on stage? And people's like, I don't know how to feel about this. And then the next night, somebody, somebody gave her like a, a, a roll of cheese, a roller of cheese or something with the next night. Uh, and then what was it? Uh, somebody, uh, somebody, a fan like try to get, get at a, a female singer and up scratching her inside her eye. And you know, somebody uh threw something a lot of when she and that's what she was like, said, I'll beat your ass and do it again on beat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's just. Might do something to Harry. That's been just been. I don't know. People that has forgotten how to act. They feel entitled or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but no, I'm just it's saying. Like, like that's that's crazy. Yeah, I'll like ashes. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. It does make you appreciate the smaller artists, though. Like I, I'm love at this age. I love me my House of Blues artists. Um, I want them. Why well, win them? But I got some tickets to see the Far Side, and I was like, <laughs> oh shit, I gotta go to this because um. You know, I don't know how long they'll be touring. And then it's like, well, shit, is they basically, basically free, you know? So, and you want to support acts like legacy acts like that. Mm. So, because we don't know how long they're going to be around. Mm. But, uh, man, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy world out here, y'all. Y'all be safe. Y'all take care of each other. Continue to have a great summer. Um, don't have too much fun because it, it is hot outside. Mm. The world is melting. Yeah. <laughs> So be safe, man. Um, as far as everything else, we'll be back again with another episode. We're probably doing some TV stuff. I think we're going to review season two of The Bear. Uh, hopefully, I'll be also done with Succession, so we can talk about that. Oh yeah. And any other TV shit like oh, Abbott, did you finish Abbott Elementary? I have not. <laughs> okay, so we'll I'll add that. To I'll, I'll get back to it though. <laughs> right. So yeah, we'll we'll be back next episode with TV stuff. So just a heads up. And if you're finished, to this, if y'all listen to this whole episode, oh my God, thank you. You're a saint. If you just checked in, listened to it a little bit, said I'm out, that's good too. If you didn't listen at all, but you did, like, I don't know, liked it or shared it or something, thank you for that as well. Uh, I am Uptown Bobby.
Amen. Peace, Lord. Okay, and we are out. Keep your eyes open, keep your eyebrows raised. Ugh, I can't talk right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, stay safe. Don't look stupid. <laughs> we out. <laughs>